Welcome to the Be That Healing Girl podcast. And today's episode is all about how to not be disappointed on Valentine's Day. And I know this from experience that you probably already are overthinking or anticipating this holiday and you're feeling all the feels with what's he going to do and I want this. And if you're in that spot, then this episode is definitely going to help. So if you're new here, my name is Claire and I'm your host and I I love helping overachieving girlies who are killing the game in your career, in your work, in your businesses. And you might be killing the game out there in the world, but you are struggling in relationships. So if that is you, you're in the right place, honeys. I'm so excited for this episode. And if you are enjoying this episode or the podcast in general, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star rating or left a kind comment on Apple Podcasts. Because when you do that, it helps the rankings. It helps more of this work get out there to the right girlies. And it would just mean so much to me. All right, let's dive in because I know this is just, there's probably a lot of feels that you've got going on. You've, you have some anticipation or some worry about this holiday. And so first and foremost, let me just say, please do not make Valentine's Day a big deal, okay? I'm just going to say that right now. And number one, it's a Hallmark holiday. It's not real. And I think the thing that I just kind of really understand is I remember my very first Valentine. (laughs) This was honestly so traumatic for me where I was in class and I had this crush. I had this crush for literally years. I mean, I'm talking since like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. I mean, I I loved this kid. And I can't find him anymore on Facebook. So if you're like a Facebook sleuth or you know how to find people, please let me know. But I had a huge crush on him and I caught got the courage to ask him to be my Valentine. And I'm gonna age myself. I'm embarrassed to say this, but it was really cool if you had a typewriter, like you would turn in homework in sixth grade and you'd have to write it out like handwritten. So my mom had a typewriter and she let me use a typewriter and I typed out, will you be my Valentine and just something sweet. And I put it on a piece of red construction paper, whatever. And I was so excited and I handed him the note and he totally rejected me. He totally rejected me and said that some other girl, Elizabeth, was already his Valentine and he was basically taken. And I felt so rejected in that moment and embarrassed, honestly, because I it was a small class. I saw him every day. There was no escaping this vulnerable moment. And I had to just kind of deal with it. And so I have some definite personal trauma around Valentine's Day. And I also just, I get it where we would, when in high school, I would see kids, other girls getting just Valentine's, like you could send candy to from class to another person. And I would, in college, see people getting the balloons with the bear inside and like the teddy bear. And it just was so, ah, it is so easy to get caught up in a made up holiday. And I have a couple of thoughts of that, but number one, it's made up. And what I think is really detrimental to relationships is that we think it's one moment makes it all. One day, one exchange 
is everything and it's all make or break. And when we have this thought or this perception that it's all make or break, that is right next door, it's knocking on the door to absolute thinking and black and white thinking, that it all weighs on this moment, that it all matters based on one exchange. And that is not what healthy relationships are like. That's just, that's not healthy because healthy relationships are made up of multiple moments. It's moment after moment after moment, and they all add up to the experience of being in a healthy relationship. So when you're going into Valentine's Day with these high expectations that it's all make or break, and you'll know for sure that he loves you or not, or he's into you or not, if he likes you or not, based on one day, you're, th- that mindset, the mindset itself is a setup for you to fail and to be disappointed. So instead of seeing this day as the all or nothing thing where you get to determine whether this person is right for you, whether they like you, you're already set up for failure. You're going to be disappointed. So instead of going into it like that, stay open, right? And one of the things that I've learned in life is to stay open and stay receptive, which kind of leads me into the next thing, which is what are your expectations? Okay, and I'll just share that I have I don't have any expectations for Valentine's Day. I actually lied. I did I did have an expectation, but it was more an exercise with my husband because this was reminiscent of the very first Valentine's Day I had with my husband and <laughs> yeah. So what happened was he made me a handwritten Valentine and it was a Hello Kitty Valentine. This is true story. A Hello Kitty Valentine. And I kind of knew he was a little bit of an artiste and he could make really good art. And I did not know that he had hand drawn this Hello Kitty Valentine just for me. And I made a little joke around like, did you trace this or something? And he got so butthurt. And basically, I traumatized him by insulting his art. Don't do that to your loved one. I insulted his art and it's been a thing. He has not done anything handwritten for me since. And so this Valentine's Day, I asked him, hey, hey, kind of set it up. I'm like, hey, you know what I want for Valentine's Day? He's like, what? And I basically told him I'd love a hand-drawn Hello Kitty Valentine. So TBD if he actually does it. But what I want to share with this is, okay, I truly don't have any expectations. I made this one request. And I think that really sets us up to see, okay, what are your expectations and what do you want from this person that you might be interested in, liking, or in relationship with? And I just want to remind you that they are not mind readers, okay? They're not just going to guess or know what it is you like, all right? And I'm sure you've heard of the five love languages, word salad, (laughs) words are hard, the five love languages. And some people are great at giving gifts. They are, my sister is a great gift giver. My mother, on the other hand, horrible, horrible, horrible at giving gifts. She loves giving gifts, but they are like, they are not good. They are, they are not things that you want, all right? You have to politely accept them and then just get rid of them. So just understand that what are your expectations that they should read your mind And so the reason I asked my husband, because I truly have no expectation, but okay, he wants to get me something. Here's an idea. 
And so we communicated about it, right? And, that, and now if you're, that's, we're in a healthy relationship, we're in a secure marriage. And just FYI, if you are in a situation where you're dating or you're getting to know them, like just kind of laying out like what you like is not bad. It's like, I guarantee that there's girlies out there who are like, well, why do we have to tell them? Why do we have to say what we like? Be- because you're in relationship. It's like not a bad thing to say what you like and what you don't like. That's actually part of getting to know each other. So I feel like there's this test. We test other people. We test people in relationship to see if they will show up or they will prove something to you. And that just that is just not good. That is not a healthy approach to relationship. We're testing people because that puts conditions on it that you have to act a certain way for me to accept you or to love you or to to be in relationship with you. And that's that's not that's conditional. That's conditional and that's attachment. There's a difference between true love and attachment. Not attachment style, but how we get attached. So basically with love or true love and or attachment, not attachment styles, but attachment grasps, it demands, it requires versus love is accepting and it's open and it's understanding. Okay, there's two differences there. So when we go into an experience like Valentine's Day and we are grasping or we're demanding that that person should act a certain way, that's not love. That's what we think is love. It's really easy to confuse the two. So what are your expectations? Are you expecting them to read your mind? Have open communication because that's what healthy relationships are all about. All right. And I'm making some other social media posts, but I feel like this is like you're getting like a good download here about my thoughts around Valentine's Day. But the other thing that I think and I know what could possibly be in your minds around, okay, I don't want to be disappointed, is everybody has different ways of expression, okay? We all have different ways of expression. And let's just take this for example. So I'm an extrovert. Hello, you see me on social media. Not a a secret there. And my husband's more introverted. And so we literally have naturally different ways of expressing ourselves, expressing communication, expressing feelings. We're just different. And I want you to hold the space that the other person might have a different expression and it doesn't make it right or wrong, you right, him wrong, them wrong, you right. It's just we're different. And so being willing to see how you're different without making the other person wrong is a really important skill when it comes to relationship, okay? So another piece that I want to talk about is you're probably wondering, okay, well, what are what are some expectations? Like what can I what is healthy as far as expectations? And the thing that I was really considering before this podcast is Expectations are very different than desires. Expectations are different than desires. It is totally healthy and okay to desire certain things, to desire connection, to desire uh, deepening, to desire intimacy, to desire vulnerability with somebody. Those are all healthy and great. Expectations are a totally different ballgame where if somebody doesn't meet your expectations, it is they're cut out, right? It's not good. They they don't like me. They didn't prove it. 
And so you can feel and just I hope you hear the contraction and how limiting expectations can be versus it's okay to have a desire, right? It's okay. It's healthy. It's normal. I encourage you having desires. But expectations, really, I see them as limiters. We limit ourselves and say, okay, if it doesn't look exactly like this or feel a certain way, then there it's not good. And so on so many levels, I just, whenever I hear the conversation on expectations, I kind of cringe internally because just the energy around expectation versus desire is different. Desires are much more open. Like you can, when you have a desire, it's like having a dream. It's having this open-ended like realm of possibility versus an expectation, okay? So again, and there's, this is like something that I do more deeply with my one-on-one clients and in my programs of, of how do you actually sift through what a healthy desire is versus an expectation, okay? So speaking of which, I'm really excited because we are launching the Confidence Code. Bah, 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 bah. Cue the horns. <laughs> because the Confidence Code is seriously my baby. This is a process that I do with my one-on-one clients that I have created and made into a group experience. And so if you have been desiring to work in proximity with me, to actually get the process, this is the this is the actual way to start to heal your anxious attachment because in this experience together, we're going to take the panic out and the peace into your relationship. You're going to be uh, go from worrying about him being distant to not even caring or knowing or realizing that he is distant, this is really the place where we're going to heal and go to the root of your anxious attachment and your relationship anxiety versus just treating the symptom. And by the way, like I know that you're listening to the podcast if you're here and you're looking at the social media posts. And I, I love that. And also, this is probably what's causing you more problems than getting you a solution because when we try to heal at the level of the symptom, we actually create more issues. Gathering the information is one thing and actually applying a process is a different thing. So don't just treat your symptoms like you would just take a NyQuil for flu, right? Like you got a virus, you probably need or you have an infection, like you need some what are those called anti what what is that called it's a medicine you need a vaccine you need anti like words are so hard what is that called when you have you need antibiotics antibiotics there you go got it you need antibiotics or else you're just going to keep sniffling you're going to keep sneezing and keep coughing right so we we try to heal at the level of the symptom it doesn't actually work you have to get to the root get to the root of your abandonment issues. You have to get to the root of what's causing you the distress. So confidence code, if you want more details, they're in my link in bio on my socials, or you can send me a DM. Happy to tell you more. Loves, I care about you. Be gentle with yourselves on this made up holiday. Watch your expectations. Watch you desiring them to read your mind. And more importantly, give yourself the love that you're seeking from somebody else. All right. I love you. I care about you. You've got this. Mwah.